Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. Well, everyone, it's the end of the month, however, so that means it's time for a comic book haul. I'm going to talk about all the comics I reserved at my various comic shops that I picked up today. You really have to watch the video version of this podcast to enjoy it, so head over to youtube.com slash vmcampos. Now let's get on with the comics. First up at Marvel, I'm reading the latest uh, Spider-Man books, issue number 70, Sinister War Prelude, and issue 71, Sinister War Begins, and here's an amazing Peach Momoko cover. I also picked up the Amazing Spider-Man Annual, it's the second annual, and it's part of the whole Infinite Destinies subplot thing. And so Sinister War is kicking off. I got here the variant cover, which is a cool double-sided fold-out cover with so much action, so many characters, everyone trying to kill Spider-Man. I'm reading Star Wars High Republic on the reg. I kind of feel the story's kind of going kind of slow, but I think they're going to shift up at this moment, or is it still the same thing? Anyway, I'm reading this series. I'm also reading the regular Star Wars series. It's the War of the Bounty Hunters event going on. Uh, basically, uh, Han Solo in Carbonite got stolen from Boba Fett. But what really caught my eye is that Darkhawk is back. There are about 7,000 side series for uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, and this one's Jabba the Hutt number one. Amazing cover here. I believe this introduces a brand new character. Uh, this character over here, I think she's new. And a uh, very cool cover, brand new number one. Here's another number one, actually 201, Moon Knight. We have the brand new Moon Knight series, variant cover, very cool black and white and red. Everyone's been doing black and white uh, series recently, black, white, and red, black, white, and gold, red, white, and blue, etc. So here's a brand new Moon Knight series to enjoy. Aliens 35th Anniversary, here is the first issue, variant cover here, very cool cover. Now, I'm not sure if this is a side story, 2214, yeah, this doesn't make any sense for us, unless we are fully enmeshed in the world of aliens, but this is uh, just another side story about the world of aliens, and now that Marvel has the license. 35th Anniversary. Moving over to DC Comics, I picked up the new Superman, Son of Kal-El, number one. This is the regular cover. It's a play on the original Superman number one from 1940 or so. And it's uh, Son of Kal-El. So, uh, yeah, morning sickness, I guess. So it's a brand new Superman to enjoy, number one. Are you on board with the relaunch of the recent Milestoneverse, the return of Milestone, the black creator-focused imprint of DC Comics of the 90s? They are rebooting things. We already got Static. This is Icon and Rocket. No, not Rocket Raccoon, that Rocket. And we are getting the other ones. Uh, Hardware, too, I believe. I don't think we're getting Blood Syndicate. But anyway, here is uh, first issue, Icon and Rocket, season one. Here's the second issue of uh, Static. So I got the cardstock cover, very cool design. Here it's um, Static in a new, for the new generation of the 21st century, taking what's old and making it new and returning back to the milestone-iverse. 
I'm reading the Harley Quinn, the new Harley Quinn. I believe it's volume four. I've been picking up the Derek Chu cardstock covers. They're just so much fun. And here we have the interior art by Rosmo. This is such cool, mannered, weird, cartoony interior art that I like. And then contrasting that with the Derek Chu covers. Very cool. I'm not reading this series, Batman Urban Legend, but I got it for the cover. I forgot who did the cover. I'll put it up on the screen. But uh, this is a bit of an anthology series. Interior art is cool. It's a variety of stories and artists. Uh, maybe I should go back and read the previous ones. I like that style, that art. But I got this for the cover because these two characters look amazing. Batman Urban Legends number five. Moving over to Image, I picked up Sweet Paprika, Mirka and Dolfo's latest series. I got the regular cover, the Art Germ cover, the Peach Momoko cover, the blank sketch variant cover. It's just pink. I usually don't get blanks, blank variants, but this one's pink. I got the Art Germ Virgin cover without the trade dress. And I also, of course, picked up the Hot variant cover, the one that's bagged and you can't even see it. There's a little bit of nudity there, but I'm a grown-up. I can buy comic books. So I got every one of the easily attainable, publicly attainable Sweet Paprika variant covers. There's a thousand and one uh, variants for various comic shops. And I got the ones that are easily available. So this is a, an amazing, fun new series by Mirka Andolfo. I really loved her previous works of Unnatural, Mercy, Unsacred. This is her latest story. It's funny, it's cute, it's sexy, it's European. I'm on board. No spoilers. I'm reading the Department of Truth on the Reg. This is issue number 11. 11 already. This looks like uh, Ultraman to me for some reason, but it's one of the many evil sort of conspiracy things, and we're really deep into this series. I don't want to give any spoilers on this, but the art is amazing by Simmons. We've got, of course, Tiny Onion as the writer. And it's what if every conspiracy theory was actually true. Real scary stuff. The Walking Dead is being republished in color. I'm picking this up. This is issue number 18, and we know what's coming in issue 19. The first appearance of Michonne. So the first color appearance of Michonne here. Everything's being reprinted. You can um, read it from the beginning. A bunch of variant covers for this one. This is the Rob Liefeld variant cover. Rob Liefeld variant cover, you can tell for various reasons. Yeah, because there's a signature. So Michonne is on the case. Walking Dead adjacent, I picked up Skybound X number two and three. I did order number one. It wasn't on my pull list. Didn't realize it till I got home. Called the comic shop back. They put it in. I'll get it next time. This is the 10th anniversary of Skybound, the imprint or the studio in image that does The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman. And this is just sort of a little anthology thing that's uh, being published week after week. And the funny thing is this is Rick Grimes 2000. So Rick Grimes returns, but in a in an invincible superhero futuristic sort of thing. Ooh, no spoilers. And so this is going on for a few weeks. Uh, new issue every week. Just so over the top. Lots of different variant covers. Got the regular covers. Skybound X. I was really impressed with Time Before Time. This is time travel shenanigans with crime syndicates, and they can send you to various points in time for the right price. Uh, things happen. The main character gets lost in time with an FBI agent. No spoilers. This is issue number three. I'm really enjoying it. 
Silver Coin. To be honest, this series has been a little bit of hit and miss for me. I loved issue one. I didn't love issue two too much. I didn't like issue three either. This is issue number four, which seems in a very different style, much more sci-fi. We'll see how it goes. Have not read it yet, but basically it's the chronicles of a coin that is cursed, and I guess we're in the year 2467 in this one. A variety of rotating artists and creators and such, writers and artists. So it's sort of an anthology horror series. Silver Coin. Did you pick up Spawn's Universe? I did, and here is issue number one. This is the second printing variant. It's a brand new World of Spawn stuff. It's an extra long length one, higher price, but it's going back to the regular $2.99 price going on issue two and forward. So a brand new starting point for Spawn fans. Finally, we get the next issue of Headlopper. This is a quarterly adventure comic, issue 16 of volume four, four of four. This is a great storyline, very high fantasy, sort of like adult swim style of artwork, very cartoony compared to the other comics I might've shown. Just adventurers, barbarians, wizards, rogues, all that stuff. Really cool, really fun, amazing artwork. It's all by the one creator, Andrew McLean. Jordi Belair does colors, I believe. And uh, yeah, it's amazing stuff. Check it out here. It's a quarterly book. Over at Dark Horse Comics, I'm reading Beasts of Burden. This is issue number four of five or six. This is Evan Dorkin's latest take on these mystical dogs. They're in Japan right after World War II. A lot of trippy stuff. A couple of new issue number ones at Dark Horse. We have Savage Hearts, A New Harrow County, and Parasomnia. So uh, if you recognize this cover, this is a, a play on the uh, John Lennon Yoko Ono uh, photo from Life magazine or something. It's, a, it's about barbarians and monsters in love. Harrow County, it's the latest uh, Colin Bunn story. Uh, very cool interior art, emphasis on different characters this time around. And Parasomnia is mixing the dream world with the real world and uh, lots of very cool art and interesting story how it all ties together. And that's what I'm picking up here for Dark Horse. At IDW, I'm reading Usagi Yojimbo. This is issue number 20 and 21. This is a second printing. Uh, the very popular Yuichi storyline. Uh, this is a parody uh, or an homage to Usagi Yojimbo number one, first published way back in 1987 at Fantagraphics with Yukichi. And then the continuation of that story. So this is only one of one. Uh, this is one of two, and this is two of two. So I haven't seen this one yet. I read this one here. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool introducing a brand new character. I thought the character's eyes look a little bit bigger than the other characters, which is a little bit weird, but I bet something's about to happen on issue number two. And I'm reading these on the reg. I also picked up the limited series Dragon Bellow Conspiracy number two. These are reprints of classic... Usagi comics, but with brand new cover art. I wish, though, that the Usagi Yojimbo title wasn't so big. It just feels like it takes up so much space. Look at how big this is compared to the regular series, because so much of the art is just then missing. I, I, I can't, can't they quite make this smaller compared to other sorts of titles? Look at how the title fits there, and then we see more of the art. I just kind of feel that for several years, and I guess this is part of the shtick that I think the Usagi covers uh, just the, the title of the comic takes up way too much space. But anyway, I'm reading the latest Usagi books. I'm reading the latest Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Love the interior art. Fun stories. Very nostalgic character. 
This is going off uh, at 42 issues, previously published at Archie Comics, but they've been at IDW for about four years now. I'm reading the TMNT series. This is the annual and then the latest issue, number 119. They've been at um, IDW for 119 issues, but in my heart they've always been at Mirage, or Archie. So it's the continuing adventures of the current Turtles, plus the annual... Uh, oftentimes these are like side stories and such, so TMNT current series. Does that look familiar? This is the uh, chill music stream parody variant version of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic number 99, and then of course I got number 100. It's a momentous issue with a momentous price. So I'm not reading uh, My Little Pony, but I wanted to pick it up because it's a kind of monumental momentous issues. 99 and then 100. Uh, issues of this story where we find out over and over that friendship is magic and the interior art is fun and cute and well-drawn. So even if you're not watching the TV shows anymore, enjoy season season 10. It's episode 100, It's episode 12, season 10, but issue 100. Slightly different uh, tone is Berserk, uh, Berserker, number number one. This is the uh, this is the fifth printing. I have the first printing, I have the foil printing, and this is the fifth printing of the Keanu Reeves co-written story. I wasn't able to get first printing, so here's second printing of Save Yourself. This is uh, very cool interior art. This is about a world where sort of like the superheroes of the world are not exactly who they seem to be. Love this art, it's so pastel, so cute. Very cool style. This is issue number one, second printing. Are you reading Proctor Valley Road? Did you know that this is actually a real road here in California, San Diego, and it's actually about one mile away from where I live? So there, I've never seen any scary stuff happen there, but it's actually kind of a long road, and I kind of live in the area where it's not scary, I guess. If you go a few miles that way, that's probably where the evil stuff happens. But this takes place in the 70s, an all-female cast, there's like evil stuff happening on Proctor Valley Road. Shout out to various localities here in my backyard. I got issue number one and two by this variant cover artist, Wild Goose. I missed issue three and four. I'm trying to track those down. Cover price, of course. Here's number five. Five of six or five of five, I believe. I'm reading the Magic series on the reg. I've enjoyed Magic for decades and I'm reading the new series. So I got issue number four. I got the Planeswalker variant cover, Hidden Planeswalker. You can't see what it is because it's sealed. I also got one more and one more. Pro tip, you can actually tell that they are different so that you're not buying the same one. Shh, don't tell anyone I told you this. But I got all three variants of uh, issue number four, Hidden Planeswalkers. I got an issue number one, second printing, and then an issue number two, second printing. More variant covers is more good. So I'm reading the story on the reg at the moment. Now tell me, should I open up these uh, Hidden Planeswalker ones, or are they more valuable if you never open them up? Going over to Dynamite, always get the cosplay covers. Vengeance of Vampirella, number 19. Vengeance of Vampirella, number 20. Vampirella, number 21. The series is about to end at 25. Barbarella, brand new series number one, and Dejah Thoris versus John Carter of Mars number one. 
So all of the cosplay covers. It'd be cool if some of the other publishers also did cosplay covers. They don't need to be as revealing as this, but cosplay covers are always cool because you can see these fantastical characters uh, created in the real world. Moving over to some of the smaller publishers, here we have Ablazes, The Cimmerian, The Maneaters of Zambula. So these are reprints of comics that have been published in Europe where we have a public domain version of Conan the Barbarian, but there he is the Sumerian. And Ablaze has been publishing all of those international comics uh, in English. They've been a lot of fun. They've had a variety of, of, of um, artists, various writers adapting the original uh, Robert E. Howard comics. Uh, this art here is very cool. We go into a night scene where it's all in blue tones. Very cool. We meet the... The, the, the other character who is nude about 99% of the time. And then what's cool at the end is it's got the original Howard story. So you can read it for yourself and see how the uh, adaptation was done in the comics. Over at Aftershock, I picked up Beyond the Breach number one. This is an intriguing story that starts off pretty realistic until suddenly there's like an alien invasion and portals and all of this stuff and violent stuff. So issue number one. Did you say you wanted more Rob Liefeld? Here we have The Shield from Archie Comics and the Mighty Crusaders. Uh, this is a uh, this is this is a character that preceded predated Captain America, uh, and Archie Comics invented it first, and then we got the version uh, from the company that would eventually become Marvel. And so here is a Rob Liefeld uh, complete story one shot about this character. He originally did some of these patriotic heroes back in the 90s. Marvel got mad at that. And so here, and then they went to a court case and Marvel lost because there had been other previous patriotic characters besides Captain America. So brand new Rob Liefeld, The Shield, number one. Oh yeah, this one is also the FOC variant. No one knows about this one. Next up is American Mythologies Monsters 2 variant cover. This is an anthology horror series. It's black and white interiors, uh, some scary, violent stuff. And then the cover is, as you saw there, a risque cover. Now, also, this cover apparently is printed badly because if you see here on the printing, it goes to the edge where there is white and then trimmed over here incorrectly. It's cutting off the main title then it's stapled also pretty wrong because it folds over this way. So is this a defect? Should I get it returned? Is this worth big bucks? Who knows? Scary cover. Here's another cover that uh, I might not be able to show. Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal, Three of Eight. Three of Eight this is by Garth Ennis, Goran Suzuka, Miroslav Mirva. This is the NSW cover by Andy Clark. Now, I don't know if this is a misprint, because, okay, it's a sealed cover, and it's got the cardboard over here, but the cover's right here. You just flip it over, and you actually see it. So what are you actually hiding? Shouldn't this thing be covering the actual cover? But no, here's the cover right here. Had a very interesting get-together. Uh, so is this correct? Did everyone get their copy like this? That it, like, protects the, protects the kids here, but then they just flip it over, and there it is. So tell me if you got a version like this. 
hey, this looks familiar. So one of the one of the books that I'm giving away, but I'm also keeping a copy for myself, is Tomorrow's Ashes God Killer. Amazing psychedelic cover. Very cool interior art as well. Uh, just one of these independent comics. This one is from Black Mask. I'm always on the lookout for the indie publishers, even though I like the mainstream publishers too, but indie publishers often do interesting things. So here's a number one. Are you reading the Nottingham comic book, the brand new super violent Nottingham comic? Here's issue number one, fourth print and fifth print. I was not able to get a first print. I think I've got a second print, maybe a third print. So here's some subsequent printings on this hot series. Uh, issue number one, first printing has, uh, I think they've optioned this for some series or something. Issue number one, first printing is big bucks now. This has gone over to fifth printing over at Mad Cave Studios, pretty unheard of in the smaller publishers. Oni Press brings us another Rick and Morty comic. This one is one of their presents one-shots, The Hotel Immortal. So it's more Rick and Morty. If you can't get enough of the TV show, there's always plenty of Rick and Morty comic books. Very unmodel, uh, unmodel visually and unmodel joke-wise. So it's a brand new number one. This is second printing to Cherry Blackbird. I wasn't able to get first printing, even though I could have sworn that I ordered it. This is also bagged because of its very mature content matter. 18 plus over here. Very cool cover. It's basically drug, Satan, death, and witches. Uh, the poly bag on this is kind of weird and cheap. Probably open this. I want to read it. I'm a grown-up. I can read comic books. John Carpenter, the creator of Halloween, has a horror anthology series, Tales of Science science Fiction. Hell, this is one of eight, and this is three of eight. I need to track down two of eight, and I've subscribed to the rest. So, John Carpenter, horror series, sci-fi, monsters, violent stuff, as you like it. Now cover your eyes here because this is amazing. I got this foil cover of Blade Runner 2029, issue 5. Yeah, issue 5 from Titan. So there it is. The foil version looks amazing. There's the non-foil. This is... Uh, I'm not reading this one on the reg, but whenever I pick these up, I, I enjoy the comic. The uh, Blade Runner world, I think, is very cool. And I wanted this because this cover is so amazing. Give me that good stuff. The foil. So cool. The foil chromium, whatever this is. Uh, treatment is just tremendous. This, this is the first Udon comic I've picked up in a long time. And to my knowledge is the only thing that they publish. Street Fighter uh, related stuff. Anyway, here we have Street Fighter sci-fi and fantasy special. This is just pinups. This is the variant cover with a, with a Cybertech cami. It's just pinups of all of the various Capcom characters, no plot at all, just pinups in a variety of art. This is amazing. This these these characters are just so well drawn and in a variety of styles, some more realistic than others. Some of them are mashups, this is like a Deja Thoris mashup right here, right? And uh, black and white, mostly color, just lots of very, very cool art that I wish I could draw. This Chun Li looks amazing couple of covers, I got the Kami variant. What's old is new. We've got Ninjak Volume 4, maybe, if you count back from the 90s. I believe Volume 2 after the Valiant uh, reincarnation, perhaps, maybe even Volume 3. So I, I wanted to get this as number one because it's a David Nakayama cover. 
But what I was not expecting is that the interior art is completely different. It's, uh, it's, it's this like 90s Fantagraphics style of very simple artwork. I was not expecting this style of artwork in this, especially from a publisher that tries to do the Marvel and the DC style of well-mannered or over-rendered sort of styling. And then the interior feels like an independent comic out of image. But this is one of their flagship titles. So I don't know how I feel about that. Can't wait to read it. But right away, the artwork is quite interesting. And then we've got Vaults. Witchblood number five of six, I believe. I've been enjoying this series. It's basically vampires and witches in the American Southwest. They're all trying to get each other. There's powers and stuff. Very cool interior art. The covers are often homage covers. I can't put my finger on it, but this is a movie poster homage. Tell me in the comments if you know what movie this is homaging. It's on the tip of my tongue. There's some cool variant covers. It's a nice story. And let's wrap up with some nostalgic stuff. I picked up my comics at Comics and Stuff. This is a chain store here in San Diego. And there's also Now or Never Comics, more of an independent store. They had a bunch of old stuff come in in some long boxes. So I got some of these. Uh, here we have Ray Bradbury Comics, number one from Topps Comics. Long extinct publisher. This is from 1993, I think. We have Corbin, Richard Corbin. Special All Dinosaur Issue, Williamson. Uh, all new authorized comic book adaptation by today's most exciting artists. Three exclusive tops cards. Yes, this came with cards. This is the gimmick that uh, comics nowadays need to do again. You get a variety of cards in the poly bag. And this is a publisher that was publishing uh, various licensed works, went out of business. But in the meantime, they were publishing Jurassic Park, Zorro, Lady Rawhide, The X Files. Very fascinating publisher that's long gone. Here's another publication that's long gone, but this is still sealed. Hero Illustrated number three from September 93. This was an alternative to Wizard Comics. It also comes with some extras right here. These were the good old days. These industry trade journals hyping the comic books, interviewing the various creators. This was the internet of my youth. Yes, 1993, there was the World Wide Web, of course, but it hadn't reached the uh, zeitgeist like it, uh, like it has now. And this is how you kept up to date with things, one month at a time. The OG was Wizard Comics, so here's number 21. Rob Liefeld and Jay Lee interview. This uh, doesn't come with anything extra. It might be in the inside of the book, but it's sealed. And then later on, this is from 1999, Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace with some free stuff here too. I might open these over here. I swear I'm not trying to rip off Jim Rugg or Ed Piscor uh, when they're uh, reading their old issues of Wizard. Uh, but this was kind of cool for nostalgia's sake because I was reading these things back in the day. I don't have them anymore for some reason. And here they are, sealed. And that was my haul this week. It was a big one. I picked up a bunch of comic books, several books that I'm reading on the reg, some one-shots, some cool variants, and so forth. What did you think? What am I missing? What are you reading? What should I be picking up? What do you recommend? There's so many comic books out there to enjoy. This was my haul 
for this month, though? Tell me about it in the comments. And don't forget to go to my website to enter the contest. Somewhere in this video I revealed how to enter the contest. No purchase necessary. Go back to that part to remind yourself how to enter and what you'll win. In the meantime, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, battle the Minotaur, do all that good stuff. If you enjoy my content, consider pressing the join button on YouTube to become part of the VMC crew and unlock exclusive stuff. Or do the same thing on Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos. I would really appreciate it. If you can't pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply enjoy my stuff, like, comment, and all of that. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you next time.